Hey, welcome to the Sharing Jesus Podcast, where we share stories, awesome ministry moments, and everything in between. Today, we have some special guests on the show with us today. We are in Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, with a special guest, my uncle Jason Bear. How are you doing? Doing good, hey. Good, and we also have our lead pastor, Michael Reese, with well, us just today. Get a, and also, yeah. just thrown in there in the end, okay. <laughs> but we're really excited to be works. here uh, today. We've actually been here uh, serving um, Love on Lafayette, the summer mission trip that your church puts on each summer here, and we've been uh, just blessed to be a part of that for the past few years, uh, and it not happening in 2020 because of COVID and everything. Uh, but we're midday, recording this episode, mid-serve day. Uh, so tell us a little bit uh, just about LOL, okay, uh, y'all's church, and kind of y'all's idea behind you know starting this mission trip. Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be be on the podcast. I've been listening for a while, and, and glad I got the chance to kind of share what's happening down here. Um, Love on Lafayette was born uh, a couple years ago. We had a group impact came down uh, in 2017 and uh, just did some ministry and we started uh, we really wanted to do the jam camps or sport camps outside which included lego and various things and and uh by the end of the week all the parents are like are y'all gonna do this every year and we're just like mm-hmm. well yeah i guess so. so and at the time it wasn't lol no at the time it wasn't lol and uh, lol just kind of popped in my head i was trying to think of a, of a name you know of what we can do uh that's kind of catchy and, and love on Lafayette, LOL, just kind of was born, you yeah. know, and um, we added not only our jam camps, which is the big portion, but we do some afternoon uh, work around town. The whole idea, the whole premise behind it is, is uh, we, we, we work through the day and we worship together at night. So it's, uh, it's three days of really hard, intensive work and four really amazing, impactful nights of worship together. Yeah, I think it's been really cool. Uh, each year there's been different churches ranging from, you know, 80 kids to 120, 150 people serving uh, in Lafayette here at Acadiana uh, Baptist Church. Uh, what is the largest number of kids? Was it that first year, that, that 2018 year? That, that 2018 year, we had, I think, 220 or 212 was maybe the final number Wow, um, that were here. We got that picture in the courtyard yeah. with everybody. It was just... I still look back and am blown away about by that, and uh, that, that those many people were, were willing to come and help out. And it's been like you mentioned, different churches every year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we we weren't sure what we were going to do because you know we put it out there, nobody was coming, and a couple churches from Florida reached out and said, "Hey, we do a youth tour every year, and we want to come be with you." That's cool. And I was like, "Hey, let's 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 do LOL," you know. And well, t- tell the listeners also the purpose of whenever y'all had impact and then now lol your purpose as far as you're a young church plant uh getting going uh some people call them mission works and so you have this this uh ministry come in during the summer for a week so what is the the overall goal the overall goal is well first and foremost in everything that we do it's to bring god honor and glory second it's to see souls saved and lives changed and third it's to bring visibility to the church. Yeah. You know, the thing about a new church plant, like you mentioned, is do people even know that you're there? You know, it's hard when you start out. Acadian Baptist Church began with just my me, my wife, and my kids. We felt the call to come down here to Cajun country to to. Uh, and I had been pastoring up in North Louisiana. My last name's Abert, and it's spelled H E B E R T. It's a good Cajun last name. <laughs> and uh, we were we were trying to pray for God to send somebody to Cajun and full blown Catholic country down here. Yeah. And, um, you know, I kept praying for God to send somebody else. 
and uh, God put it on my heart pretty hard and very clearly that Jason, you were raised as a Catholic and you were saved out of that as you heard the gospel and God called you to preach and you have this last name and Cajun connection. Who better to go to Cajun and Catholic country than you? Um, so I came and and uh, we the Lord just blessed in so many ways and but being a new church plant, it, it, it's hard whenever you're trying to have a church service and that Sunday, it's just you, your wife, and your kids. And yeah. even if a visitor was to come in, they're just like, something's maybe wrong here. So things like this give us more visibility that, that, that help us to know we're making an impact in our community, right. making a difference in our community, and we're just loving on people. And we want Lafayette to know there's a church in town that cares about them, that, yeah. that we, we don't want anything from these are totally free camps. Um, that's what people ask. How much is it for the camp? We're like, it's totally free. Yeah, we don't charge anything for the kids to come. And and this year, I think our high number was 122 campers that came through. And and who knows? Right now, while we're out here talking in the air conditioner, everybody else is out in the heat working hard. We're gonna go join them here in a few minutes. Yeah, pray, you know, yeah. praise the Lord. Today was a lot better day. Yesterday was incredibly <laughs> hot and humid. Well, we had that rain on Monday and down here, I mean, goodness, the humidity yeah. is already a thousand percent. And mm -hmm. we were all drenched in sweat and uh, it's always a good thing to get rid of some toxins, I guess. But hmm. uh, it was a, it was a great day. Kids, I, I, I did something different this year. I was full blown in charge of the football camp. And usually I'm doing more administrative stuff, seeing everything, but just getting to know my kids and and then in the afternoons when we did pickup line i was going to each car and getting names for kids to be picked up and man it was just awesome to get to talk to the parents every single parent yeah and tell them how much we appreciate them letting us come and they were telling me how much they their, their kids have talked about over and over how much they love coming to jam camps yeah. i had one parent asked me the last parent that came today said now are you guys going to do another one of these this summer and i said i wish we could but it's just so it's so exhausting it so is. hard it's Which brutal, but it's I, worth it. And Dad and I were doing the basketball camp, and we told our leaders, you know, each each basketball, Lego camp, football, cheerleading, we have mm, – the list goes on and on how many camps we do. But we told our leaders in the basketball camp, you know, there's about 10 leaders per group. Mm -hmm. We're like, hey, our goal this week is to make the kids fall in love with us where they don't want to leave. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it shows, you know, you have – Cindy told stories about kids who didn't want to go to sleep one night because they knew the next day was the last night of camp, yeah. of Jan camps, which is cool. What was y'all's first year down here on the field in Lafayette? Uh, we had our first service in the 1st of June in 2016. Yeah. So what's special about this year for LOL, I think definitely for y'all, but for us as well, is y'all are in a church, your church building now. Yeah. yeah your own uh, building. Yeah, this is uh, this is our own building that, that everybody's gotten to see and and I know that this is a podcast for a lot of places, but Sharon has been a great help uh, towards offerings uh, to help us uh, accomplish this goal. And, and we're in the process of uh, trying to pay this thing off. In November of 2020, we, we, uh, it was Friday the 13th. I'll never forget. I was at a football game, and um, they, uh, I got the call that we were under contract. And uh, I had hit the ground running that day because they wanted a short close. Yeah. And, uh, boy, I was, I was moving, and we had to – uh, remodeled this place. It had been really run down. We built walls. We tore out walls. We, uh, which is all volunteer, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we did most of the work all of ourselves. Thankfully, your your uncle, my brother-in-law, Mike Wilkes, was able to come down and do some heavy work uh, for us. And uh, I think we have an amazing looking facility. I'm just very proud of it. And yeah. we were able to do everything here, with the exception of the camps. And that was just because of size. We were at a local uh, middle school, and. Uh, but we've done most of the ministry right here 
uh, and people have seen us. We're, there's a drive-through prayer going on right outside our door, and right now, yeah, uh, right now as we speak, and they're canvassed the neighborhoods all around us, and it's just been great to have visibility to to the building and actually point to that this is the church that does all those things. Yeah, and it's cool because a lot of our students have been throughout this week. You know, we do jam camps all morning. But in the evening, we're doing drive-through prayer, pop-up parties at the park. Uh, we've even, uh, our, my uncle, Mike uh, Wilkes, he's been building a fence for the church property. We've been cleaning gutters. Kids have been just sweating tears and pouring it all out to serving the and, church. And a lot awesome. of uh, God conversations that yeah. have been happening just mm-hmm. uh, here and there. And uh, finally had my uh, divine intervention God mm. moment or what just while ago mm. and uh, I was hunting for a church invite right before we came to lunch I didn't get a chance to talk to Jason about this yet but a uh, lady across the street believe it or not uh, from the high from excuse me from the middle school uh, if we're standing there during our pickup line just straight across where the cars come through in a little greenhouse she drove up right before we was about to leave, so I hop out because she. Well, actually, she walked up to the bus. Yeah, the and bus then, doors. Uh, she is, I open the doors, and her, I find out after a little bit of conversation, her last name is Parker, <laughs> and uh, so she says, "What is going on over here?" It's it's kind of me, but it's really my husband. His curiosity <laughs> is going through the roof. So I <laughs> go through, I explain it all, what's happening, yeah. and uh, so and then I walk over to the big. Uh, bus that the uh, Florida, Florida churches have brought down. I said, hey, do y'all have one of those invite cards? Well, they just happen to have a door hanger in there. <laughs> so the door hanger had all the basic information about Caniatta Baptist Church. And so I was able to share the gospel with her real quick, ask if they have a church home. They don't. Mm. And uh, so yeah. I said, uh, I, I invite them to church tonight. It was mm. pretty cool. So That's awesome. I, uh, just <laughs> drive over in her Jeep Grand Cherokee just to say, what in the world is going on over here? <laughs> right. That's people getting, uh, you know, it brings it brings attention, and it's an attention getter. And, you know, I, not to say, every church does not have to do a jam camp. This acts like our vacation Bible school. Yeah, y'all churches, that a lot. churches do VBS and they reach out in their communities and do all those things. And you know, I, I know there are a lot of churches that that can't or don't. And we, we want to be known as a church. Somebody made a statement one time. And I'm not sure which you know church growth guru said it, but uh, they made the statement that if if your church were to close its doors, would your community notice? Hmm. And that that's hit me ever since. I learned that about you know eight years ago or so, and it's hit me. And and, and if ABC, which is what we call Acadian Baptist, if ABC ever shut her doors, then then I want people to know that that we're missing. Mm-hmm. Yes. That there's a hole left in the community if this church were to ever shut down. And uh, I and, and last year jam camps was missed. Our camps were missed, and, and I want that to translate from our camps to our church. Yeah. And we're in the middle of that. It's going to be a while for that transition to be a. A part of the everyday fabric of Lafayette is what I want Acadian Baptist Church to be. That when they think of Lafayette, they think of ABC. I, I, I want that to be the dynamic. And it's going to take time to build that. Yeah, I think what's really cool, obviously you say we do ministry all day. Kids and the leaders are working all day. And we get to worship here at the church building, which was the first year we've gotten to do that, mm-hmm. at the church building on location every night. Uh, and I didn't know how heavily trafficked the road is right next to the church. Yeah. You know, they're doing drive-through prayer, and there may be a thousand cars in two hours pass, pass by. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is really cool. And we're going to take a quick break and come right back to talk about Katie Baptist Church, a little more about LOL, 
uh, and just really the soul and purpose behind LOL. And uh, we'll be right back after this quick break. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 13. We are talking about all things Love on Lafayette, Acadiana Baptist Church here with our guest, our lead pastor, Michael Reese, and special guest, Jason Abair, who is the pastor of Acadiana Baptist Church. He and his family have been down here for quite a few years now, heading up uh, this church plant uh, and this ministry, who also happens to be my uncle. Uh, it's a really cool connection and time we get to spend together serving in ministry in the summers. Yeah. Uh, so... Pastor, we were talking a little bit off air right before we got on, uh, just about uh, 2020, COVID, yeah. uh, you know, that shut down a lot of people's ministries, a lot of churches, and y'all even talked about how it kind of affected, you know, weren't able to do jam camps, which is y'all's Love on Lafayette, big ministry in the summer. How did 2020 and COVID affect Acadiana Baptist Church? Well, um, you know, just like, about like everybody, we were... We were encouraged by our sponsoring church that to, to follow their lead, which I, I completely respect. They're only three hours north of us. We're all here in Louisiana, Calvary Baptist Church, and Minden, Louisiana lead pastor, Brother Doug Gregg. And um, he called me and says, hey, we, we've talked, and we're going to shut down, and we want you um, to shut down. Fortunately, we already had in place um, online services. We had already been posting our services online. Mm-hmm. Um we uh, so we were able to move move to that. Parker had to come home. His college even closed, went virtual the whole time. So Parker, who's normally at college, was able to be here. He's very good with computers and the technology and things, and so he was able to uh, put the stuff on the screen instead of just a normal uh, Facebook post like we normally do, Facebook yeah. Live. And uh, uh, it was really weird, just like everybody else. My original idea was opening up all the doors and singing together and met letting my neighborhood here about, you know, graves in the gardens. And I don't know if that was that at the time, doesn't matter, but <laughs> whatever song we were singing and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, quickly it became, it, it's, it's 10 y'all let's, let's, let's come on in the living room. Let's I've got my cup of coffee in my hand. I'm watching myself on the TV and you know, it was, we did it for 10 weeks. We shut down for 10 weeks. Yeah. Our first Sunday back was, I want to say mother's day. And uh, we didn't do Sunday school. We just did worship, and we kind of moved through. Our attendance actually picked up a little, you know, a little because, you know, oh, you guys are having church. We're coming with y'all, and so we, we saw some 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 increase. Um, we we, cool. we never lost anything. Our offerings stayed pretty level. Um, we were all well. We did great until about December. Um, we had a small outbreak at church, which happened in most churches. You yeah, know? Yeah. No matter what you do, you try to avoid it. And we had that one situation um, where a couple uh, folks got it. We wound up having it in the middle of remodeling this building. Um, that was a tough couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, we made it through, and it, it really helped us all appreciate what we had and what we have and how we all missed family. And we tried the, the Zoom Sunday schools, and we, we tried the – the various things online and it, it just wasn't the same we all know that and we did the best we could managed it everybody stayed together um we had some older in our congregation that felt like their health wouldn't allow them to come and we understood that mm-hmm. and we still offer online services you know we still offer that but 
Uh, we, we, we've been back full strength for, you know, well over a year now. We've been rolling ever since. So it, it didn't slow us down. We did what we had to do at the height of the, the paranoia, you know, that was kind of being spread and all the things that we know now whatever da 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 and, and we're, we're fine though we made it just fine but yeah there were a lot of unknowns during that time period we did the about the same amount of time of shutdown at sharon church and and um and then going back probably just a couple of about two weeks after y'all did and yeah. we got rolling back again had the same week up in arkansas the big um surge of cases happened in november december january and so it, it gave us a little bit of a scare. We didn't have a, a significant uh, outbreak in, in church-related outbreak. They were all just hit and miss, thank yeah. the Lord. Yeah, we and, saw the same surge here around that time. Right. So Acadiana Baptist Church right now, here, here we are June 2021. And so y'all rocking and rolling. Yeah, and uh, I think so. That's great. Now, the good Lord has blessed uh, you and Cindy with two... Uh, sons in the ministry, of course, and uh, we got Parker and Peyton, mm -hmm. and uh, both are in, uh, have surrendered into uh, different aspects of ministry. Right. Uh, go ahead and tell about their role right now. We, we've always felt, and I feel like Parker's very much in the same situation that, that I understand Caleb to be in. They, they both have, have, it's hard to say we've surrendered to a ministry. We, we've just surrendered to ministry. We're just ministry surrendered men. Yeah. And, we just want to serve God wherever doors are open. Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what you and I have talked about before, yeah. and that's kind of where Parker is. He he just feels you know wherever God opens doors, and he he wants to go. Um, two years ago, actually at LOL in 2019, at uh, the, the Tuesday of Jam Camps, uh, he he's missing. I'm like, where, where's Peyton? Uh, he was uh, helping with the soccer camp, and uh, he was in the the ball closet of all places. And uh, he was just, just crying, and, and uh, he, he felt God calling him to ministry and uh, the, the, the preaching ministry, the preaching pastoral ministry eventually. And mm -hmm. um, so he answered that call. So uh, we've always joked around that he's the associate pastor. You know? <laughs> and now, um, uh, I remember several years ago, Brother Randy Cloud was uh, at our church doing a setting up his table, and Brother Randy Peyton was young, and he said, um, are you the associate pastor? And Peyton said, man, I'm just a kid. <laughs> and uh, we've kind of always called him the associate pastor, and he serves. He's so faithful. We joke around. He's a button pusher. He helps the runs the computer in the back, and it's really a, a family band at times. Um, yeah. uh, Cindy's running the video. Peyton's running the computer. Parker's doing the music. I'm doing the preaching. Um, we we have a good time, and uh, uh, we're real fortunate. Uh, not just on on the Abear side. I mentioned this the other night at church, but on the whole. Our whole family. Uh, you know, and it's really cool that, you know, you did mention that the other day, and whether it be uh, the Wilkes family, the Bear family, the Reese family, we've got, you know, a, a ton of preachers in the family. And I'm so thankful because, uh, you know, there's not any of them that we're having to make the kids go to church. Right. They're, they're involved in ministry. They love the Lord. It comes natural to them, probably because they're all saved. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, uh, you know, as well as you know, in the gospel, when you pastor a church, you have people that don't always act saved. They don't, uh, and or they have kids that uh, may come to church, but once they get out on their own, it's not really important to them in their yeah. life. And and so I'm thankful, and I know to be thankful. Right. Uh, to, that our kids uh, 
the ministry part's icing on the cake. I just want them serving the Lord, loving Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Not whether they're in ministry well, or not. Well, you know, the Lord moved in our lives both at various times of the ages of our kids. And, and for Parker, he was a sophomore in high school. Peyton was a sixth grader in middle school. And both of them were thriving. I mean, they were, they were just, you know, top of their game, popular kids. Everybody knew them, loved them. And Dad's going to Lafayette. we got to go with him. Um, you know, and that was almost the reason why I didn't come. I, I had al- almost resigned myself to say that, that when my kids gar- graduate, I'll go then. And I, I realized, somebody told me this two years ago, anything in your, any factor in your decision-making other than God is an idol. And I realized I was making my children an idol. Wow, that's in a powerful. Sense. Yep. And I said, you know what, I, I can't sacrifice my kids like that. And fortunately, we moved, and, man, they began to thrive right where they're at. And they're yeah. doing great in their schools. Parker's in college now. Peyton's is going to be a senior finally. Um, so. I, I was, I was going to hint on that just a little bit. Uh, you talked about, you know, they were both in school thriving. Uh, and obviously it was the Lord leading you to Lafayette. But yeah. what uh, is, was there something that just really drew you here to this particular like city? Yeah, that, that's, that's a great question. So Acadiana, or Lafayette is referred to as the hub city. It's kind of like a, a hubcap because from here and all roads lead If people don't out. know where Lafayette is in Louisiana, oh, yeah. Where, yeah. where would you say? Lafayette's, I would consider it south-central Louisiana. It's right at the intersection of the crossroads of Interstate 49, which is north and south, yeah, and I-10, which cuts all the way across Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, all the way across, and we're right at that intersection. Yeah. So that's kind of the hub city from Lafayette. All roads go out. And the whole vision that we have for Acadian Baptist Church and reach Acadian Missions, which is kind of the bigger umbrella of what we're trying to mm-hmm. do, is see churches established south of Interstate 10. Two-thirds of the state of Louisiana's population is south of I-10. Yeah. We're the only church of the American Baptist Association that is, that is south of I-10, where yeah. two-thirds of the state is. Um, we have one church that's really close to I-10, but it's still north. Um, the closest church to us is an hour east and an hour and a half north. Um, I don't know that there's, well, there's none. There's none in Lake Charles anymore in that area, which is another big city. There's so many churches, places around that need a gospel witness. And our hope is from, my hope is that we'll have a strong missionary Baptist, mission-minded church established here at ABC. And from here, we'll branch out to the towns around us. Like you see in the scriptures, we'll, we'll move out to the Brobridge area or the Abbeville area had a family visiting Sunday from Opelousas, which is north of us, New Iberia South. And then from those churches and those areas, we branch out even further. And Mm -hmm. before you know it, we have an Acadiana Association of Churches uh, that we can fellowship together and further the cause of Christ. And that's, we have our American Baptist Association meeting, meeting next week, you know, and it's, it's a great time to come together and just to be encouraged in the work of the Lord and the fellowship of what's going on. And so that's kind of the hope. That's what got me to Lafayette mm-hmm. to, to be able to see that hub, be the hubcap and everything else spreading from there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, of course, fellowshipping like a lot of uh, associations and conferences that didn't get to happen last year. Yeah. And uh, mainly, I mean, some of them were ready, but a lot of them, even our church, uh, Sharon Baptist church hosted the, uh, State Association in Arkansas. There's a lot of churches that support uh, Katyana Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and including Sharon. We mainly have sent one-time offerings. We were able to help just a couple months ago with a sizable one-time offering, and, yeah. and just uh, glad to be able to do that. I'm looking forward to this fellowship and seeing these other missionaries. 
hoping and praying they'll be encouraged by being together. I, I don't know, and I'm so glad that uh, COVID didn't uh, put a, a super wallop on y'all mm -hmm. and, and hit everybody. But, yeah. it, you know, definitely I want y'all to survive. I know also you're one of the ABA interstate missionaries on salary, mm -hmm. which – you know, and I've always tried to describe to people, they say, well, what's the difference between deputation, going out, different churches all over, supporting or salary through the American Baptist Association? And I just say, well, main, the main difference is speed. It just gets you on the field quick. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that you were able to get down here. It's going to be really cool to see if uh, that uh, how God works in opening up this hub, if you will, in the Cadiana Parish and the surrounding areas and so Yeah, I mean, uh, so two weeks ago, um, we had gone to a little restaurant here in town to grab a bite to eat, and we use online giving here. That's one way we put that in effect because of, we'd always had an effect, but because of it, during COVID, we were able to keep offerings rolling. Yeah. really jumped up. Yeah, give yeah. the fight. I'm talking about online. Going. Yeah, yeah. It, it started going really good. And so I, I got, we got an offering, uh, you know, a, a nice wonderful offering and there was a note attached with it i didn't know you could send a note with your offering and they mm -hmm. brought a little yeah. note that your 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 messages are making a difference in opelousas um thank you very much so i began to look for this individual through facebook which i did my investigative work and yeah. um i saw an email address where they had sent that from and i reached out to them and um they've been you know looking for a church for a long time oh wow and, um so, and they're up in Opelousas, which is about, well, it's exactly 20 miles north of Lafayette. It's at mile marker 20. We're at mile marker 1. So, it's right at 20 miles north. Um, so, it's not a terrible drive, but it's its own city. And, you know, I'm thinking we'd love for these this family to come and connect. And then, my goodness, we could maybe start doing some reach there and, yeah. you know, run their friend group. And maybe we have a church, you yeah. know, beginning in Opelousas. It's right. just a lot of exciting things. And all the context made through LOL. Which is the bigger picture? Yeah. yeah, the bigger picture is spreading the gospel. To, well, the ultimate goal is spreading the gospel to the uttermost parts of the earth. You mm -hmm. know, this is where this is our Jerusalem. Yeah, and we're just reaching out from here. So yeah, and I also, uh, also love on Lafayette. It's been awesome this week, and I want to not forget to mention uh, my aunt Cindy, right. Abear, your wife, uh, mm -hmm. and Parker and Peyton, who months and months and months of preparation. You yeah. know, we have awesome accommodations at University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Yep. ULL, awesome dorms to stay in. Um, before we wrap this up, um, just you can name a few things or ways that uh, anyone listening to this podcast or churches that, that we could be praying for you guys. Well, as far as prayer requests go, um, pray for all these contacts. Um, one of the negatives about the ABA and where we're doing time is I'm not here next week yeah. to be able to make all those contacts. But you know that that's part of it. Uh, you know the they'll they'll come Sunday, maybe the, the following Sunday or whatever. Um, but pray for these contacts that we've made, these gospel conversations. I asked everybody Tuesday night, I believe it was, to um, you know pray for God to give them a moment, a uh, divine appointment where they could talk to somebody. Like Brother Michael was saying, his was today. Um, which, which is awesome to hear, and, and I had a great conversation with one of the kids' moms myself this afternoon and uh, uh, earlier this morning. And uh, so, so pray for those contacts. That, that's the main thing. Um, pray, pray for our support to continue to hold strong. God has been so good to us. You mentioned deputation. Um, I started the end of uh, or beginning of December through uh, May, uh, so just about six months. Well, December to May was six months. And we moved down here in May, and, and God brought churches along. There are churches that support us that, 
that I've never spoken. Matter of fact, I've only spoken at Sharon through number one, the the Arkansas State meeting video, and two, I came in on my way to our, to uh, missionary training ministry in Mountain View, and I believe y'all were having uh, one of your uh, fellowships in the afternoon for us for a group in y'all's church, and and I gave just a quick hi. This is me. And um, I've always sent y'all a report, and I'm just very thankful that y'all have come on board and other churches like that. Uh, pray, pray for that. And get, get a little bit of pull with the pastor there. So, so. <laughs> well, God, God's been good, and I hope we're, <laughs> we're what people would see as a worthy project. All God's works are worthy, but I hope people see that we're trying. We're, we're never just sitting on our laurels and not doing anything. We're trying all we can to reach out to people. We've seen a lot of souls saved and a lot fall through with baptism. We've had, we've had a pretty good year, even with covid um, we had, I think, three additions uh, through after baptism this past year, and a few others through through letter, um, which in COVID times is really good uh, when I'm talking to other people. So just pray for our people to stay. This is, I think, the strongest core that we've ever had, and I think we're in an amazing place in mission work. Any missionary will tell you it's all about catching momentum, and that's what we're catching, and we we've mm. kept it going. And this just gives us another wind in those sails. And uh, j- just pray for that. Um, that'd be the main thing. As far as LOL, Caleb, I mentioned this to you. I know we're kind of running close to, to short on time. Let me just say this. Any church that comes across this that would like to be a part of LOL, Love on Lafayette, just reach out to us. Yeah. We'll work on what the best accommodations are. You know, if, it, if it's the first week of June, second week of June, fourth week of June, whatever everybody tends to look at, you know, we look at our schedules, look at their schedules, and and try and knock it out, you know, and, and, and block off this way, the, the way we do it. Um, but uh, the, it costs, we've not talked about this yet, the, the cost is 185 a person. We have a very convenient for parents, because really for middle school, upper middle school through high school and older people to come, it's 185 we, we break it up into three easy payments for everybody. And that's really because we have deposits we have to pay to UL yeah. ahead of time. So that helps us get some money in the account early. Which and they feed us and also awesome yeah, that, that pays for breakfast the, and dinner. All you can eat breakfast. You know, the church this year paid for everybody's lunches. We took care of that for everybody. And uh, you get two shirts. I think really cool shirts this year. The best shirts we've ever done. Yeah, very um, nice shirts. The shirts like are them. cool. And uh, I love the one on the back. But y'all probably won't got go, just like LSU spells go. And y'all probably won't wear that in Arkansas, I think. <laughs> but it kind of looks like a Southern Marsh shirt sort of on the back, the way it's kind of looked. And I'm I'm pretty excited about that one. But uh, anyway, you get two shirts, uh, uh, all-you-can-eat breakfast, all-you-can-eat supper. We feed you a great lunch. Um, and, and just a great experience where you can take things – back to your church and try them out, mm-hmm. you know, and do them. And I, I don't think any kid is going to say, I didn't have a good time this week. Everybody had oh, a great time every, this week. Everybody, it's been hands down, and I highly recommend it. This is my third time. You know, we at first we didn't know if we were going to make it. We were just uh, kind of, uh, you know, our COVID, we were still wary of it. And then all of a sudden it went from, uh, hey, Caleb, can you come down and help out with basketball? And then me and Karen said, <laughs> Well, we'll go down there and help out. That's three of us. And then uh, I asked our student pastor, I said, I didn't want to do an end around him on plans for summer. So I said, hey, would it be okay if I reached out to our students and, and for this week? And he said, no, by all means, you know, reach out to them. And sure enough, so boom, all of a sudden we had almost a two dozen. Yeah, two two buses from Sharon are down here right now from just a family. <laughs> it's, yes, it's awesome. It's, it's great. Uh, it's spontaneous. Let, let me just say this, if, you, if you'll allow me. Yeah, you're I'm, I'm going to try and mention all the names 
Lone Oak Baptist Church in Plant City, Florida, Eastside Baptist Church in Mulberry, Florida, uh, Unity Baptist Church in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, uh, Landmark Baptist Church in Stonewall, Louisiana, Sharon Baptist Church in Benton, Arkansas. Uh, let's see, we have Whispering Pines, Missionary Baptist Church in Minden, Louisiana. Um, we have, uh, our preachers have been all the family this year, so I'll throw them in their east side in Gary, Texas, um, Providence in, in Center, Texas. Um, uh, and then, well, I've mentioned the other been, two already. been great um, to see everybody. But, but these churches have been amazing. Yeah. And we've just been blessed. Uh, and and I, I, we have a smaller crew. I think there's 80 of us total. Yeah. But uh, it's been such a great week. I, I've loved every minute. I, I've gone to bed tired. I've gone to bed, rung out, and that's a good tired. <laughs> yeah. That's a good tired. Everybody, well, you know, with the year with COVID and not doing anything, it's been really refreshing to get back in the groove of ministry yeah. in the summers, I guess you could say. Right. Uh, but it's it's just been a whole lot of fun. And before we wrap it up, uh, what's your, like, phone number, email? They can find your church on Facebook and Instagram if they're listening to this episode. Man, hey, uh, I'll tell you this. We found, and I'll just put a plug in for the Church Co., if anybody listening to this needs a website, a ministry, or a church, reach out to The Church Co. Um, just look them up. They are amazing guys. They put together a great website for us. You can find us online at acadianabaptist.org. Mm-hmm. Um, just a great company. They built a great website within a week for us. It took a lot of information I already had and it put it in. it, And I think it's top-notch, phenomenal website. Uh, and it's $20 a month. That, that's all it costs. Wow. Yeah, and it's, it's They're really great. Economical. They're 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 a great company. Uh, you can catch me there. Um, I've still got like when I was a teenager my email address. My email address is bigjemail at gmail.com because everybody used to call me Big J. So there you go. I was able to get my Gmail email to be bigjemail at gmail.com, and I can call and text me anytime at three one eight three four four three zero six one. If you have any questions about the work, want how to be involved. Uh, come on down, do something in the in the winter, man. We'll we'll figure it out. So hey, well, we cool. appreciate you taking the time out of our last day of ministry uh, <laughs> to do this podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We pray that you've we've encouraged you in a way that possibly shares some tips and tricks to help us all continue on the mission of following Jesus, loving others, and reaching the lost. <laughs>